Hey everyone, this is John. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about this week's episode before I actually get into it. So this is kind of the pre-intro. But this week we're talking about the F6 formula. We're continuing with that and we're talking about friendship. Now before I started researching for this week's episode, I thought I had a pretty good idea of what I was going to cover as far as friendship and men and male relationships. But I didn't end up going anywhere close to that direction. And that has a lot to do with the research that I found on the subject of male-to-male friendships, what they're like, how to go forward with them, how to make them better, that sort of thing. And so my hope with this episode is that after you're done listening to it, that you're going to find some words of hope, help, and inspiration. So with that in mind... Check out the intro. Thanks for listening today. See you soon. This is Relationships and Revenue, the show where real answers come from real discussions about what holds men back in their relationships at home and in business. A better bottom line at work means improving life at home. This show is all about helping you become a better entrepreneur and a better man. In today's episode, I talk about the F6 formula, specifically focusing on friendship. And I do that because as men age, they tend to have less close friendships. Now, it's not like men set out to become friendless or nearly so. It happens gradually over time. So in this episode, I answer some key questions like, so what in the world happens? Why do men go from having friends to having no friends or nearly no friends? What are the consequences to having no friends? And how can this be changed? I answer these questions and more in today's episode, so stay tuned in, and here comes the intro. Well, welcome back, everyone, to the Relationships and Revenue Show. I am your host, John Hewlin, and I'm so happy that you chose to spend some of your time with me today. As I mentioned in the introduction, before the introduction, we're talking about the F6 formula today, and we're hitting number five, which is friendship. But before I really get into that, I want to mention some resources to you that I think will be very helpful in your knowledge gain when it comes to understanding male friendships better. So here we go. Let me mention those to you. There's two by one particular author. His name is Stephen Mansfield. And the two books are these, Building Your Band of Brothers, and the other one is Book of Manly Men. I will put links in the show notes to all of these, so if you're on the treadmill or you're out driving in the car, please don't try to write these down. They'll be available for you very soon. Okay, the next one is called Buddy System, Understanding Male Friendships by Dr. Jeffrey Greif, G-R-E-I-F. And the last one I'm going to mention right now is Breaking the Male Code, Unlocking the Power of Friendship by Robert Garfield. So those are four 
excellent resources for you to check out in this area of friendship. So right from the beginning, let's just try and lay something out here and make sure everybody's on the same page. Can we all agree that as men age, they have a difficult time having and maintaining close relationships with other men? Can we all just agree on that? Because it's true. Now, I don't like that statistic. I know it's true. It's definitely been true in my life. It's true in nearly every man I know in his life. But the real key for me is not just recognizing this epidemic that's going on in a lack of relationships of male-male, but now that we know that, what in the world do we do about it, guys? Seriously. It's not just enough to recognize it. We have to actually take action. We have to do something about that. So let's talk about where it comes from and what we do about it. Now, for most of us, the biggest drop-off in our male friendships occurs in the early stages of marriage or long-term relationships. That is, according to Robert Garfield, who I mentioned a little bit ago, the author of Breaking the Male Code, Unlocking the Power of Friendship. Now, he says... This can be a time of quiet desperation for men. Work, life, and fatigue are common explanations of why men don't have those relationships. But the consequence is that during the time of the most intense developmental change, men are most deprived of friendships that can help them. I hope you caught that. That when we're going through so many changes in our lives that's so intense, what we desperately need are those relationships with other guys, but we don't have them. Now, in general, women are more inclined to network with other women and maintain their long-standing friendships. And we as men tend to stash our friendships away like baseball cards, according to Garfield. Now, I did some more research in this, and this is some fascinating stuff when it comes to male relationships and how they work. And there's this gigantic study that was done through Harvard. And according to Dr. Robert Waldinger, who is the director of the Harvard Study of Adult Development, there are three big lessons about relationships that we can learn from this study that has gone over many, many, many years and encompasses thousands upon thousands of all adults. And they go like this. Number one, number one big lesson. Social connections are very good for us, and loneliness kills. Now that may seem, you know, kind of like obvious, but, you know, as men, that tends to affect us negatively. The fact that we have less and less close friendships, and we tend to live more in isolation, sometimes desperately so. Sorry about the crinkling in the background, just trying to go over my notes here. Now, that's the first lesson. The second one is this. It's not just the number of friends that you have and whether or not you're in a committed relationship, but it's the quality of your close relationships that matter, according to Baldinger. That is so, so important. So it's not just a matter of having quantity relationships. It is having 
really amazing quality close friends. Uh, one way I like to say it is think of that guy friend of yours that if you were in a bind, and I mean in a really bad way, let's say, you know, God forbid this would happen to you, but you would get arrested and you were in jail and you were allowed one call, who's the buddy you would call? That's the kind of friendship we're talking about. Now, a key here is if you can't think of someone that you could call, that's very telling about you, and we'll talk about ways to change that coming up soon. All right, lesson number three. Good relationships don't just protect our bodies. They protect our brains. Great relationships help keep you mentally alert, and it pushes away the onset of memory decline. Now, I hope I'm many, many, many decades away from anything like that. But the findings they had from this study are very clear. That the better relationships you have and the closer that they are for you with another man, you being a man with another man, the more you have those, the less likely you are to develop things like dementia and other brain memory decline aspects. So clearly from this study, it's very clear that close relationships with other guys is important. Now, I'm going to say something here that may ruffle some feathers, and I don't mind doing that. Uh, hopefully you've been listening long enough to know that, you know what, I love you people out there. I love all of you. I care about you. I care about what's going on with you. I want to help you as much as I can. But if I can't tell you the truth in love, then I'm not doing my job. So here's some truth in love. Traditionally, it is believed that a real man is not vulnerable, does not have, nor shares emotions, and doesn't allow others into his life. Now, what I described could be called an alpha male and one you do not expose your humanity to anyone so think about that for a minute I bet you know some alpha males you may even be one is what I described true does that describe someone you know or yourself that is an alpha male somehow inside of you you're programmed to not let anything out because it could be viewed as a weakness and you certainly don't really let anybody else in. That just makes you kind of stoic. We're told from a young age as boys, we are shown that that's the way to be a man. You don't cry when you get hurt and you know, you suck it up, rub some dirt on it, that kind of stuff. There's lots of things that we could go into, but that's the kind of stuff that we hear, right, men? That's what we hear. But nothing could be further from the truth. Now, this whole idea of being an alpha male and trying to live your life that way as a, as a man, um, maybe you've said or heard others say things like this. You know, there's no way I can let Chris see me cry. If I went to him to say something and I started crying... He'd think I'm not emotionally strong. A real man doesn't ask for help. He solves his own problems. Now, why in the world would I ask Pete to help me 
it'll make him think less of me. Besides, I should be able to figure this out all on my own. I have been guilty of saying all of those things and others when I was younger. Because I thought that's what you were supposed to do. It's only been in more recent years that I've learned that in order to truly be a great man, to be a person of character and worth and someone worth emulating, that I can't be that guy. I can't be that kind of alpha male and do that. I've learned so many other things that I'm going to be getting into. But let's talk about this for a minute. Let's talk about why we have a friendship drought of epic proportions for men. Think of it this way. If society expects us as men to essentially be inhuman, not feminine, along with a host of other social pressures, we will never risk exposing our weaknesses and humanity to other men because we've been told our whole lives not to do so. Is that sinking in? Is that resonating with anybody out there? I would love to get feedback from you guys. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me what's going on. Is this resonating with you? Because I can tell you, as I went through this, as I was going through it and researching and getting ready for this episode, man, all this stuff was just hitting me in the face over and over again and reminding me time and time again how important it is to have those close, okay, I'm going to say a word, and I don't want anybody to freak out, but intimate relationships with other guys, a close few that I have really tight bonds with. It is so critically important to every portion of your life. It's important to your emotional health, to your physical health, to your mental health, and your spiritual health. It just is, guys. Truthfully, men, we struggle to connect with other guys because we don't know how. And frighteningly, we don't have nor have we ever seen examples of this in the lives of older men. Now think about what I described for you just a moment ago. Have you ever seen that? In guys your dad's age, your grandpa's age? Have you ever seen guys those ages just kind of be truly um, real and raw and talk about what's really going on with them? I haven't. And my suspicion is that most of you are just like me. And you haven't seen examples of what we've been talking about. You've seen examples of doing things that are not helpful. But I don't know that we've seen examples of ways to actually do it right. And we're going to be talking about how to do that right here in just a minute. In fact, let's talk about how to develop friendships with other guys. Let's just break it down. Like, how do we have the kind of relationships that I am advocating right now, that I think that you, as a man, you desperately want and need? But how in the world do we do it? Because I know there's some of you out there saying, John, yes, I'm totally agreeing with you. My trouble isn't that I don't agree with you, that I don't see the need there. My problem is I don't know where to start. I haven't seen an example, so nobody's telling me how to do it. Well, that's why I'm here today, gentlemen. 
I'm here to try and set an example for you. I'm here to try and lay out a plan for you to be able to see it for yourselves, to just start. It's all about taking the next best step, taking baby steps, not about doing it perfectly. Progress over perfection. That's what we're talking about right now. So how to develop friendships with other guys? Let's start here. Number one, one of the best things you can do to build new or work on existing friendships is to find common ground. Ask questions about the other person's life, hobbies, and interests. Some examples, you could be talking about rock climbing, biking, being involved with religious or nonprofit groups, volunteering, that sort of thing. So you're out there to find common ground. An easy way to do that is just find something you're interested in, get involved in it, and just work on developing relationships with other guys that like doing that thing, whatever it happens to be. That's a great place to start. So, you know, one place that I have developed a lot of really good relationships is at church when I volunteer. Um, that's something I like doing. Uh, I've done it a lot, nearly my entire life. And so that gives me a lot of joy and a lot of satisfaction to be able to help other people and serve, but also to get to know other guys and develop close relationships with them. Another really cool thing about that, as an aside, that's something I've also gotten to do with my kids over the years. So that's kind of something fun as well. All right, number two, ways of how to develop friendships with other guys. Know who to let in to your inner circle. You got to find men that you get along with and bring out the best in you. Now, when I say bringing out the best in you, what does that actually look like? Things like this. This person accepts you for who you are and offers advice when you want to grow and improve. This person is a good listener. This person shares real stuff about himself as you do the same with him. So it's a reciprocal kind of relationship. This guy can respectfully disagree with you and push back when necessary. That's key, guys. You really need to focus in on that. If you don't have somebody who can speak into your life that way, who can disagree with you, who can tell you the truth in love, first of all, that person's not really a friend to you because if they were, they would be telling you the truth. But secondly, you just got to have somebody who can do that for you. You got to have truth tellers in your life. Got to. All right, another way that you can find someone like this, what to look for, is that this person possesses qualities you admire. I mean, that may seem kind of simple, but why would you want to spend time with somebody who has a life that you don't admire? That seems ridiculous to me and a waste of time. Now, I don't know about you, but I know my time is finite. It is limited not just in my day-to-day -day life, but in how long I'm actually going to be on this earth. And so why would I invest any time in anyone who possesses qualities that I think are just horrible? Uh, not me. So that's what I would encourage you to do. And if you have people like that in your life, 
you may need to see a reduction in some of those relationships you have because they're not serving you well. That's just an aside. All right. So there's five things that you can do to build good friendships with other guys. You share these things. You share activities, interests, experiences. Now, there, it gets tough after this. Those three are pretty easy. Now it's getting tough. Feelings and thoughts. A couple things here. First one is don't wait for the other guy to initiate. You, I was going to say take charge, but it's not so much of a take charge in a relationship. It's when you've got something that's going on with you, if you've got these feelings inside of you and you need to process them, you know, you need that good buddy to be able to process them with. And don't wait for him to ask you what's going on. Just be upfront with him. It's like, dude, this stuff is going on in my life. And, you know, maybe it's my relationship with my wife isn't going well. Things aren't going well at work. Something with my kids. Whatever it is. Get those things out there. Get to talking about them. Now, I am not advocating that you talk to these friends and not talk to your spouses. I am not advocating that. Your spouse should be your absolutely top notch best friend that you share everything with no secrets i want to make that abundantly clear absolutely that should be the case you still need to have guy friends that you can talk to about because i can promise you your spouse has close friends to connect with just saying all right so what we've talked about so far about how to develop friendships with other guys We've talked about finding common ground, knowing who to let into your inner circle, those five things to build good friendships with our guys, and have fun. Have fun. Remember, anything can be fun is if you choose to make it fun. So have lots of fun with these new friends. And it can be doing anything. Here's some examples of things that you could do. You could go camping. You could have a potluck at your house. You could go axe throwing. And let me just advocate for that right now. I've gone axe throwing before. I thought it sounded really stupid when I first heard about it. It's like, what? I'm going to pick up an axe and we're going to throw it and whatever. It was an absolute blast. I had so much fun doing it. Uh, At least where I went, they had you start by uh, throwing an axe with two hands. So two hands on the axe and throwing it that way. And I did okay that way. And then the instructor said that we could try with one hand. I crushed it with one hand. It was awesome. It was so fun. In fact, I will try to remember to include a picture of me in the axe throwing when I do advertising for this episode on social media to show you what I'm talking about. It was a blast. So I highly recommend axe throwing. You could do woodworking with your buddies if you're into that sort of thing. Um, Again, any sort of organization that you like to volunteer for. I happen to mention church. It could be another nonprofit, whatever it happens to be. Definitely a lot of fun. Another key thing here in making friends is this. Make room for the new. Now, I'm going to quote Jim Rohn. And I've heard this quote literally hundreds of times in my life. And it goes like this. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. That is 100% true. 
It absolutely is true. Now think about those five people for just a minute. You have them in your head? You're thinking about them right now. Good. Now if any of those five people aren't adding to your life and making it better, then it's time to dump that person. Now if that person is truly your friend, wouldn't that person be making your life better? I say yes. So if that person isn't making you better, it's time to move on, man. I'm being real with you. You can always count on me to be real with you. And this is me being real and raw. I have had people in my life that I've had to cut out because they were not adding to my life. Some, even this year, I've had to do that with. I had to have hard conversations with people to say, look, you know, you're a fantastic person and I care about you. But what you're doing in your life right now is destructive to me. You're not hurting me directly, but the way you're behaving, the way you're acting, what you value is not what I value. And I said, we have to part ways. And if things change for you, I would love to be able to talk to you again and to see how we might be able to connect. I said, but we got to be separated for at least a year before that can happen. I said, because I don't think in your life any real change can happen in anything in any less amount of time than that. So you may have to do the hard thing and drop somebody. But remember, when you drop someone who is toxic in your life, that opens up a tremendous opportunity to bring someone who is going to add so much value and so much light and so much life and energy to you. So much more. Be looking for that, looking for ways to get better. Lastly, be vulnerable and honest. You have to do that with truly close friends. But that's not something that you do with everyone. And I'm going to kind of wrap things up on this point. So this being vulnerable and honest is really important. Those are very key things to do. But you don't do that with everybody. You can tell people the truth. But they don't need to know the whole truth about every single thing. Again, unless it's your spouse, your spouse does need to know the whole truth about everything all the time. Being very clear about that. Your close band of friends, if that one, two, three, four, maximum five, those are people you can be real with. Those are people you have to be real with. Have to be honest with. Have to be vulnerable with. Because if you aren't doing that for them, why in the world would they do that for you? And at that point, if you're not vulnerable and honest and real and raw with one another, are you really friends? Are you just people who just kind of hang out together? Because we all have people we hang out with, and that is not the same as a close friend. You know that, guys. You know that. Be that friend. Be that close friend to somebody. So this whole idea of friendship is so important for us men. We need it desperately. Our families need that from us. They need us to have those kinds of relationships so that our relationships with them will be better and more fulfilling. Our businesses need that from us. We have to have those outlets in order to work through things and to have those tight close-knit relationships so that we can be better in our businesses. 
better in those kinds of relationships. Those people need that from us. Our future clients need that from us, being the best we can be. And we can't be the best that we can be if we don't have those few close, intimate relationships with other dudes. Just being truthful with you. I love you guys. I care about you deeply. I want the absolute best for you. If any of this has struck a chord inside of you and you want to get real and honest and you don't know how to do that and you want some more specific steps, you can connect with me and we can set up a time and I can connect with you and we can talk through those things. I'm making myself available to you to do that. If that's something of interest to you, I will create some time in my schedule to do that because I think it's that important. So I will make myself available, but you have to connect with me. I won't know to reach out to you. So send me a DM on whatever platform that you choose. I'm on all of them. So find me Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. I'm on all of them. So get in touch with me and I will do my best to help you get connected and figure out ways to develop those kinds of relationships if you don't already have them in your lives. If you do, if you have those, if, you've, if you're getting this, if you're figuring it out, then let me encourage you to try one other thing. Here's an action step for you, for those of you who are getting it. You got to teach other guys to do this. Men, we need a movement. We need a movement of men that got their acts together, that are getting things right in their close-knit personal relationships. That means with your spouse or significant other, with your kids, if you have them, with your family, and with this close-knit band of brothers, these guys that you are super, super tight with. We need to be teaching other guys to do this. Not only guys our ages, but men, we have an obligation to teach the younger guys, the boys, how to do this. Teach the boys how to be real and raw and vulnerable and honest and tell them they don't have to be stoic. It's okay to have feelings and express them in healthy and appropriate ways. We need to be the ones teaching them to do that. And we can do that. Let's commit to do that together. Love you guys. Care about you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Remember, I am here for you always. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will talk with you next time. Thanks for listening to Relationships and Revenue. I'd love to get your thoughts on the show. Two ways you can do that are to give us a rate and review and or connect with me on social media. You can find me at John Hewlin. Thanks again for listening. And remember, passion gets you started. Purpose keeps you going. Have a great day and we'll see you next time. Bye.